0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the How You. This is the podcast where we talk about how you can be a better you. Look, we release episodes just like this every single week. So if you're committed to being the best version of yourself this year, then here's what I want you to do. I want you to consider subscribing if you're on YouTube, clicking the bell notification if you're up there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so that you can get notified every single time new content comes out, which is weekly, by the way. I mean every single week week we release new episodes just like this so lock in with us man because I'm excited about it this week's episode I want to talk to you about something that somebody actually talked to me about recently and it set me free because let me ask you let me ask you this right now what in life do you feel like you should have figured out already what in life Do you feel like you should have figured out by now? Maybe there's a pressure you're putting on yourself to have a specific area of your life all figured out, to have a specific competency in your job all figured out, to have a specific part of your life all figured out. Maybe it's marriage, maybe it's parenting, maybe it's a certain part of your money that you're putting pressure on yourself to have figured out right now and all of those things. I'm asking you this question because I was in a meeting recently and my senior pastor is in that same meeting. And if you don't know, maybe you're new to the podcast, uh, by profession, I'm a pastor. I'm a campus pastor, uh, at a church right outside of Houston in Missouri city. Shout out Mo city. Anyway, um, out in Mo city. And, um, I'm a, a campus pastor out there, out in Mo City. My dad had a brain dump right there. At a campus, I'm a campus pastor out in, in Mo City, and I was recently in a meeting with my senior pastor. In this meeting, we were talking church budget, and we are talking how we're going to allocate the money that we're going to spend to essentially market to people who might be looking for a church or who might be on the cusp of coming to church for the first time. And we're talking all of these numbers and all of these decisions were being made in this meeting and all of those things. And I actually, as we were walking out of the meeting, I just pulled him aside and I said, hey, pastor, here's some things that I'm thinking. And I I just told him, hey, it looks like this is the decision we made. We made this decision. We made this decision. We made this decision. All of these things. And I said, it looks like here's where we ended up. And he agreed. That's exactly where we ended up. And I asked him, how did you know that? How in the world did you know that this was the right amount of money to spend? How did you know that this was the right decision to make? How did you know that this is the best thing to do in this moment? Like, How did you come up with this? When did you learn this and, and, and what's the formula? Give, give me the recipe because I'm going to take the recipe you give me now because I'm sitting in a meeting and I don't know it. I, I don't know the answer. And the truth is that in some stages, I feel like people are going to look to me to have this formula and to have this answer. And I don't have it. I just, I don't got it, Pastor. So, so, so tell me, give me the formula for how you made this decision financially. And he said, the truth is, off the top of my head, there isn't a formula. There isn't a right answer to this question. And he said, over the years, we've just worked it out. And there are times that we got it wrong. And there are times that we got it right. And he said, in the moments that we realize we get it wrong, we go back and fix it. He said, in the moments that we realize we got it right, it's right for that season. And then church changes, people change, more people come, more people leave, budget changes, so on and so forth. And he said, and then what used to be right and the formula that used to be right is now wrong again. And he essentially said, so there isn't a, a, a right answer. And I said, "Man, pastor, so first and foremost, thank you so much for sharing that with me, because let me tell you something. This is one of the wisest men I've ever met in my entire life. And so to hear that there was something that he just had to work out and something that they just learned over the years that that just came with experience that that excited me. As a matter of fact, I told him to his face, I said, Pastor, when I think about you, um, I, I think about somebody, they recently said about Tom Brady, that he had three Hall of Fame careers in every era. And the truth is, my my senior pastor has probably had the same thing ministry-wise. He started pastoring when he was 20 years old, as a senior pastor at 20 years old, and has been doing it now 40-ish years. I, I won't guess exactly how long he's been doing it. He's been doing it now 40-ish years, a couple of different churches, and To my knowledge, every church he has ever pastored has always grown and has always been healthy. It's always most of them have doubled or even tripled in size and growth is not the primary metric that you use to measure church success and health. However, here's what I believe that healthy things grow. If something is healthy, it will grow. And so he's had these three Hall of Fame careers. I'm like, Pastor, and to hear that there's something now that even doesn't have a formula that you have figured out, man, that is freeing to me because I put pressure on myself sometimes to have everything in my life figured out and to have everything about pastoring figured out. And I said, so, man, just thank you for your faithfulness. And thank you for being willing to admit that all the answers aren't as cut and dry and as black and white as they seem. I, I appreciate that. And then I told him, hey, you know, when I came into ministry at 20, 21 years old, I told God I had about 20, 25 years. And then at 45, I was done. And I said, hey, I know that's ministry prime. And I know that's work prime. That's when you hit your years of influence. You finally know exactly what you're doing. And I said, nah, I just kind of joke with God and say, God, ministry kind of ages me a little bit. It's a little exhausting. And so I got 20, 25 years for you. And then just let me retire. Let me go. Let me go do something. Let me just go. Just anyway. Anyway, the point is. He told me a story about how, you know, when you get 45, you'll just be hitting your stride and all of those things. And he told me about somebody he had the pleasure of knowing. And he told me when he met him that he was 35 and that gentleman was maybe 15 years older than him. And He said, that gentleman retired at you know 60 in his 60s or whatever. And he said, I ended up making that decision my, because of my wife's health. He said, I wasn't ready to step away just yet. He's like, I still had the passion for it. I still had the fire. I still felt like I had a lot to add. And he said, what I started to realize was the older I got. no, I didn't have the energy that I had before. But he said, for the first time in my ministry, those last five to 10 years, I felt like I knew the answer. He said, intuitively. I just knew what to do and he looked at me and he said xavier what you're gonna notice and for those of you who don't know i'm 27 he said what you're gonna notice xavier is that when you get 40 you're gonna feel like you got it figured out you feel like you got those 20 years under your belt you've been doing it 20 years at a high level i'm already in at a level that i have no reason being in to to be clear I shouldn't be in the rooms I'm in. I shouldn't be at the leadership tables that I'm at. I shouldn't have the leadership positions that I have. I shouldn't have the ministry experience that I have. None of those things. So uh, I I don't walk around like I know what I'm doing, obviously, because I I, I clearly uh, don't. I I do whatever the Lord calls me to do. I get wise counsel in all the other places. But he said, Xavier, what you're going to realize is that at 40 and 45 years old, you're going to think you got it all figured out. And he said, and then 15 years later, 20 years later, when you turn 60, he said, you're going to figure out that you didn't know a single thing about anything and that you were still just as young as ignorant as you are now. And he wasn't saying, hey, you're young and ignorant. He was just saying that the way people in their 40s look back on their 20s, people in their 60s look back on their 40s. And so I want you to think right now, you listening. How did you feel about yourself Ten years ago. Ten years ago. Maybe you're listening and you're 16. When you were six, you were six years old. Ten years ago. 16 year old. 18 year old. You were eight years old. Ten years ago. And now you're putting this pressure on yourself to have college figured out and have your career figured out and your finances figured out and your relationship figured out and you're trying to find your soulmate because you're trying to get married at 21 22 so that you can have your kids by the time you're 24 so that they could be out of the house by the time you're trying to plan all this stuff out you're trying to have all your life figured out you're trying to have the next 10 years of your life figured out when 10 years ago what were you seven eight maybe you're 20 you were 10 you were 10 I'm 27 10 years ago I was 17 first of all if you're 27 late 20s right now you're in your late 20s because I'm in my late 20s if you're in your late 20s I bet you're looking back like dang it's been 10 years since I was 17 yeah I know it's crazy if you're in your 30s now you're about to hit 40 I think like man 10 years ago I was 28 yeah you you getting up there right it feels weird but let me tell you something the same way you look at your 10 year yourself 10 years ago you're gonna look at yourself 10 years from now and say the exact same thing and then your 10-year-old self from now is going to do the exact same thing. And your 60-year-old self is going to look back on the rest of your life and be like, man, I had no idea what I was doing. Why am I telling you this? Because take the pressure off your shoulders to have it figured out, please. Take the pressure off. Man, just do what the Lord has called you to do day in and day out and know that you're going to make some mistakes. You're going to make some dumb decisions. And you're going to look back and tell stories about those decisions for ages and ages to come i was first learning how to invest my money listen to me i'm 27 talk about first learning how to invest my money for those of you who don't know we bought a house in north dallas in 2019 and um it was right before the the housing market went crazy and then we sold it a year and some change later when we moved down to houston and we made a lot of money i mean a lot of money we made a, we made the type of money that we made more money on our house than I made in a year. We made more money on our house than I make in a year i mean it was it was crazy right we it was it was It was amazing. The point is while I was learning how to invest some of that money, I made some dumb decisions with it. I didn't go out and buy a car. I didn't go out and, like, blow any of it. I was genuinely trying to figure out how how to invest, what I should invest in, safe versus risky. I had never experienced a down moment in the market. The market, as long as I had been investing, was always going up. I dumped all my money in the stock market. It goes in, blah, 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 blah. I lost a lot of money, a lot of money. Uh, I mean, an amount of money that made me sick. I mean, I, when the money was gone, I just could not believe I kept looking at my account thinking that the money was coming back. The money did not come back, by the way. It's still sitting there. And as a matter of fact, I didn't even sell the stock that I had invested in. I keep it there with a big negative beside it because I want to remind myself about the dumb decisions that I make so I don't make them again. I just like to punish myself like that, apparently. But but the point is, I'm going to look back at that every single day that I get further away from that. I get more and more thankful for that experience. God, thank you that I could learn in that moment. Before because I, I genuinely believe the Lord is gonna keep increasing uh, our finances. We have been investing more, and in, you know, rental property that we're trying to get into, and all those things. And I, and I genuinely believe that the Lord is going to give us an increase. So I'm like God. I'm thankful that I lost the money when I didn't need it, and when it was a large amount of money, but percentage wise, maybe to where you might take me in the future, it won't be that large of a percentage. So God, thank you for the lesson. And God, thank you that I that I got a chance to learn it. And the point that I'm making is this. Regardless of what stage of life you're in. Teens. Twenties. Thirties. Forties. Fifties. Ten years from now. You're going to look back and realize. I had no idea what I was doing. And that's okay. So don't put pressure on yourself to figure it out. Stay committed to getting better every day. Change. And growth are the only promise that we have that tomorrow will be better if you're not changing if you're not growing if you're not making any mistakes and you're not making anybody mad then you're probably not accomplishing much in life so make your mistakes i'm not saying go out and do stupid stuff make wise choices and in those choices if they turn out to be the worst decisions of your life It's okay. Learn from it. 20 years from now, it'll be a small blip on the story that God's writing in your life. Hey, my name is Xavier. This has been a great episode of How You. I've so enjoyed our conversation and I want to continue those. And so write down in the show notes or in the description on YouTube, what you'll find is it's a link. And in that link, what you can do is you can go down there and you can type in suggestions for new episodes or comments about this episode, or you could even type in questions. Hey, I have this question that I would love for us to be able to talk about and have a discussion about. One of the things that I want to do, man, is I want to be able to continue these discussion discussions even over on Instagram during it, with Instagram lives and those types of things. So let me ask you: if you'd be comfortable hosting an Instagram live discussion or joining an Instagram live discussion, you can also DM me on Instagram at xvr maryland where we can continue the conversation, talk about how we can set up something, or you can go, like I said, right down in that suggestion box, go over to the website, and you can leave your suggestion there and say, "Hey, I'd love." to continue the conversation on Instagram or whatever it is, Facebook Live. I'm never on Facebook, but maybe if you want to go over there, we can try to go over there. We're just trying to build this community, man. Here's what I ultimately want the How You to be. The How You is a community of people who are committed to one thing, and that's personal growth. You're committed to saying, I want to be better than I was the week before. I want to be better than I was the day before. Why? Because growth is the only promise that you and I have that tomorrow will be better. And that's not my quote, by the way. That's somebody much smarter than me. But thank you for tuning in and for locking in, because I believe that you believe that you won't go anywhere unless you grow somewhere. Take it easy.